What's going on, Niner fam? It is Peter Lucas again for the fourth time this week, and this is the Niner Fanatic Podcast, but before we even get into the thing, we're just going to get into it and start the music. What's going on, Niner fam? It is Peter Lucas. This is the Niner Fanatic Podcast. Before you do anything, make sure that you hit the like button. Make sure you subscribe. And, of course, like make sure you hit that bell to make sure you know when that we're when we're going live. And I, I should say we because we are a community. That's what I really want this channel to become. And, yes, like uh, we're, we're going to talk about it. There's a few little things, few interviews that happened today. Uh, but the name of this show is What's Next. And I really, I'm going to put the uh, the link in the chat. This is going to be, I'm still going to put the uh, the link in the chat. Like, so you guys can call in if, you, if you'd like to join in and ask some questions. Uh, like, but, uh, but yeah, I'll get to that right in a minute. But first, this show is called What's Next. And we, I really wanted to talk about today what... The first thing I want to talk about is what the which guys do we think are the rookies uh, out of the rookies this season are going to take that next step next year. This year we had Hafunga who had flashes his rookie year and then his second year he became an all pro. Uh, we also had Aaron Banks who we thought was a bust is going to be a bust his rookie year. He become he becomes a really good player and so which one which ones of the even today Diamador Lenore if we really want to talk about it like uh so it's it's really it's really it's really like it's going to be fascinating this offseason cuz they got a lot of players that flashed this season a lot of rookies that flashed this season and who out of those guys do we really think is going to take that the next step to that next level and become actual role role players on this 49er team. And uh, first I'm going to get, before I get to it, I am going to say hi to my guy, Damien. Uh, appreciate you coming through fam. Like uh, he says, he thinks Armstead needs to take a pay cut. I will say this. Whenever Armstead is next to a stud, he shows out when he was next to DJ Jones, he showed out when he was next to, uh, when he was next to, uh, I'm blanking on his name because it's been so long since he DeForest Buckner uh, when he showed out like uh, I think that he needs he's one of those players that needs somebody to take the pressure off of him uh, I think he has a lot of responsibility in this defense and the guy plays good he does play well he controls his his part of the game I don't think he's going to get much pass rush uh, opportunity because I mean, it is what it is. Like uh, he's just—I don't think he has. He has Bosa, 
And I don't think this whole defensive line had enough pass rushing. Like really, they did. They didn't do it. They didn't get home enough. They get. We got a lot of pressures. We got a lot of uh, hands in the quarterback's face, but we just didn't get home. And I think that that's part of. I think it's part of it that the other guys on the on the other side of Bosa didn't didn't really do their part. Didn't not that they didn't do their part, but because they they did great in the rush the run game but just rushing the quarterback I thought that there was something left there to be desired you know what I'm saying so but uh appreciate you coming through uh Corey Davis appreciate you coming through like uh he said what's up Pete like uh man I I can't call it bro and uh Kelts in the building like uh but before I get to anything I'm going to I'm going to put this uh this link in the chat and give you guys an opportunity to pop in if you want. Bang. Bang. There it is. Get in it. Get in where you fit in. And uh, but yeah, appreciate you coming through Kelts. Like uh make sure that you guys go and watch Kelts. Kelts has some great he had, uh, man, he's been on one this last this last couple of weeks and uh, this last week in particular, he had some really, he's making you think, I know it hurts sometimes, but he's making you think. And, uh, and I appreciate it when uh, anybody gets our, gets our noodle going. So uh, appreciate you Kelts for coming through, but make sure you give that guy a subscribe. You're, you're missing out on good content if you don't. So, uh, but Brian, Brian Culp in the building, appreciate you coming through, man. Uh, like uh, he's always a, he's always a friend of the show. And let's see, Armstead. Oh, he said, Darren says, uh, or Damien says, Armstead's like child support on men. It works half the time with help. Absolutely. Like, uh, and child support is a, is a, like, a, I pay it. So I, I know how he feels. So it, it is what it is. But, and that might have been too personal, but it, but that we're, we all family in here. So, uh, but back to the topic. Back to the topic at hand, the we're we're talking about these guys that that uh, that might take that next step, and the first one that comes to mind is I think the one that we need the most uh, going into next season, which is to me Drake Jackson. I think that Drake Jackson is the one that we need the most to take that next step because I don't think that the 49ers want to. I don't think they want to go and pay for a uh, for a guy opposite of Bosa. I think they want to bring it from in house and then supplement them with a with a bunch of guys like they with a bunch of guys like they normally do, and just pull pull up like guys that teams have given up on or whatever the case is, and then make them into serviceable players. So. Uh, and we got some guys that are free agents right now that I plan. I think the 49ers will probably end up bringing back like Jordan Willis. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think they're going to bring Mo Hurst back, but uh, there there's, there's a few guys Ebicom, I I don't think they're going to bring him back either. Uh, but I, but I mean, if he's the only thing that it depends on what Drake Jackson looks like, but even then I think that how they feel about Drake Jackson, we're going to know that right away by what they do in this offseason and do they sign someone that's uh that they feel can push Drake Jackson uh but 
But yeah, Drake Jackson is a guy that I'm really looking to step up and uh, and to to show because we saw flashes all season. The guy's getting his hands up. Uh, he got a couple of sacks. He has unbelievable athleticism. I think that he he struggled. Uh, Channy said that he struggled down the stretch, which tells me that he kind of he was struggling from what everybody was saying. He's struggling setting the edge uh, against the run. And I think that that's something that can be taught with a guy with superior athleticism like his. I think it's just a, a technique thing and and a guy and a professionalism thing. We've seen it before, like uh, guys just come in thinking that it's whatever. And Kyle's got to put him in the doghouse to uh, to show him, hey, you need you need to perfect your craft. And that's that's something that he possibly could really benefit from i think that that is uh it benefited brandon Ayuk. it benefited aaron banks it could benefit some of these other guys so let's let's just hope that drake jackson is one of those guys and uh but damien says jordan uh jordan mason and yeah put some names out there that you want to see take the next step this next season make sure that you guys get involved the but yeah jordan mason you know I would love for Jordan Mason to get involved because I think that that was an aspect of this team that was never truly tapped into. This kid was averaging six and a half yards a carry. Even in garbage time when they knew he was going to run the ball, they knew they were going to run the ball, they were stacking the box, and he still averaged six and a half yards carry. Why, oh, why, Kyle? It's just a question we always tend to ask ourselves is that man like come on kyle like give the give the kids some run you would let t he they of course they let tdp go out because he's a third round pick they've got to give him some run uh and to me tdp didn't really show too much but that that's another guy just to go i mean they have two running backs that i really think that need to step up because unfortunately we've seen elijah mitchell just can't stay healthy the guy he comes he he's at a point now to where he he shows out gets hurt comes back show uh like does a little bit of something the next game gets hurt again i i just think i i unfortunately for him i just i'm i'm not really confident in his durability at this point i mean unfortunately for him like uh, I would love to see him be good, but I mean, your best ability is availability, and he just can't be available, unfortunately. So, but I think that Jordan Mason is a great option. You know, they're going to bring somebody either a late round pick in the draft, or who knows, they might even pick somebody in the third round again. Who knows? But they've got TDP, and they've got Jordan Mason. Or, or well, I mean, Jordan Mason. Is got they? I think he's a free agent, so they're they're gonna have to resign. But I wouldn't. I would imagine that they would want to bring him back. And then you've got, of course, you got CMC. So there's no real pressure to bring in another guy. But I'm I'm pretty positive they're gonna bring in another camp body. Uh, but let's see who else we got. He said Subway. Subway didn't even bring Jimmy G back. So why should the Niners? They're not bringing I, Jimmy G is gone. Kyle said there is no reason that it will ever happen. <laughs> like there's no reason for it to happen. So it's that's done. 
We don't have to worry about that. We don't even need to speak about Jimmy. I, I hear the stories out there about him supposedly not wanting to play uh, for the NFC Championship he could have played or whatever the case is. The reality is he, is he didn't. It, it's over. It's over. It's on to the next season. Jimmy G is no longer a part of this team. He's no longer a polarizing figure on this team because he's not going to be here. So people need to get over it and look forward to who we have on this roster. It is now it is now Brock Purdy versus Trey Lance in camp, and that is all we're – I mean, after Purdy gets healthy, of course, but that's all we're focusing on is that is that battle. It's, that, it's going to be a camp battle. You know it is. So both hopefully both guys get – the an honest chance to run the same offense so that we see exactly what it is. And that's that's what we're we're really hoping for. But uh let's see. Damien says, Pete, what would you ask Kyle if you were interviewing being honest? You know, I think anybody that watched my show know what I would ask him <laughs> is when are you gonna just what I just said. When are you going to give Lance an honest shot to run the Purdy and Jimmy G offense and not run and not use him with the QB option and running quarterback stuff? When when do we get to see that game plan so that we can all get uh, I mean, he's the only one that really matters, but but we all want to have an honest we all want to get an honest feel for what Trey is. And we all want to get, I think we all want to see him get a a fair shot at being that guy, the guy that can do the same things that Purdy and Jimmy G can do. Because realistically speaking, if we just get an elevated, all we needed was an elevated Jimmy G, which is really what I think Purdy ended up being. Like uh, if we could just get an elevated Jimmy G, like we were a couple of throws away from the Super Bowl just two years ago. And then this season, we didn't even get a chance. So that's what I would. That's what I would ask him: Is are we going? Is Lance going to get a fair shot to run that offense, and not an offense that you're scheming up specifically for him that don't necessarily work to his strengths? <laughs> so that's what I would ask him. <laughs> but. Oh, Nate said, sorry, bro. Busy nights. Hey, bro. I, it doesn't bother me. That's Nate uh, there. That's no social media. Nate, uh, you may have seen him a couple of times on my show before. Uh, Nate is like a busy man. But it looks like somebody is coming in. And we going to bring him in. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, Pete? Oh, this is Damien. What's going on, Damien? Yeah. Hey, yes. thank you for always being on the, uh, always coming in and say and doing what you do in the chat. I really appreciate it, brother. Okay, Pete. But, this is my thing. Yeah. Oh, Stetson Graham or Bennett? I think Stetson, Stetson Bennett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stetson Bennett. Would you draft him? Would I draft? It depends on where where he would be going. Like, uh, we're going to see after free agency, after the combine, they'll, we'll get a better idea of like the, the, his placement in the draft or where he should be going. And, uh, and then if it's late, if it's late, I wouldn't mind bringing him in. 
How do you feel about it? I uh, we, all we have is third round picks, and I think he might go in the second round, but he still hasn't declared to be drafted yet, though. He hasn't yeah. put himself out there. I I would assume he's going to because I doubt it. I doubt it because uh, really? remember that? No, because you know he got pulled over in Dallas last week, oh, and he oh yeah, he hasn't he hasn't announced to be drafted yet. Yeah, I still I still think I think that might hit his draft status, but I think this is his That's best good. shot at making it. That's good. Yeah, so if he if he hits the the later rounds, I don't I wouldn't mind bringing Stetson Bennett in. I think I do think that that Shanny's gonna want a vet like being that third. Uh, I know. I how did you feel about it? I like the reason why I like Stetson is because he's been a starter for four years. That yeah. means he. I mean, for the past two years, he's been to title games, and he has experience. So I would, mm-hmm. you know. If it, if he's still there in the third round, I'll take him. I'll take mm. him because he has experience. And, you know, you put him behind uh, you know, you put him behind Pretty and Lance. You got something right there for sure. Like uh, I, I think that because Purdy came in <laughs> and kind of threw away everything we thought we knew about about uh, quarterbacks being drafted in the seventh round. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, I think that, that, that is going to be a common, a common thing. And that some more of those types of quarterbacks are going to get taken. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it, I would be shocked. I would be shocked if he fall, if he falls far enough for the 49ers to take him. I'm looking kind of at, uh, at, uh, that Jake Hayner from Fresno state. Oh, okay. He, he's kind of a pretty clone almost. And, uh, and yeah, just because I know he's going to fall later, I think he's going to be later. And he he had a really, I think he was the MVP of the Senior Bowl. Uh, I think he might have been the MVP of the Senior Bowl. I, I can't remember. I know that he had a really. They said he had a really good game. So uh, I watched the the part that he was in on, and I watched his touchdown throw. It was kind of a a a, a dead duck, but but uh, but either way, like uh, I think uh, watching his tape in college, I think that uh, he's. He's a good. I think they just want somebody that's going to be steady, that can understand the playbook, that has confidence in their their own ability, whatever that ability is. You know. Okay, if you go on that way, then why not? You know, I was talking to David McNair the other day. Mm-hmm. We, said, you know, I like uh, what's his name, Tyson uh, Tyson Hill from uh, the Saints. Oh, Taysom. Taysom Hill. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, if they were back, going. But- if they were gonna change the whole offense for, for like uh, to tailor it to Trey Lance, then then maybe I could see it because because then you could use Taysom the same way you could use Trey. That, Just uh, imagine having imagine having Taysom Hill in the back with you know Lance or Pretty with CMC. You wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, well, that's for sure. I know. I, I know as the defensive uh, coordinator. It would probably be tough. How much does he want? How much does he want? I guess is is my question. Like uh, because uh, they don't want to pay. I don't even think they want to pay backup quarterback money for for a guy that they're going to actually use. Like, and he may not be available if he gets hurt. You know what I'm saying? That third yeah. string quarterback is like really. I think that 
in especially for the 49ers right about now like uh the, he is literally there to, for depth purposes <laughs> and like uh, in case something happens to trey or brock so so you want something like a andy dalton or a um, mason rudolph uh yeah i was thinking taylor heineke i think i like i like him i've been saying him for a couple shows now and uh, uh he looked and- too good and he looked way too good up there in Washington. though I- I just think it was just that you know you know Rivera is more of a, de- a defensive guy. Yeah, that's true. And Heineke didn't have that offensive guy to teach that's him. True. That is true. I, I so I mean like I mean I like Heineke. I watched what he did to the Cowboys and Eagles, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I I no, I agree. Like uh, it's it. The reason why I say Heineke is just because he said that uh, he's okay with being a backup. And okay. Like, uh, and they, the Washington came out and said that they are, they think that they're going to roll with uh, Sam Howell as their, as their starter. Because uh, oh, no. I think oh, that they no. know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it it oh, is no. what it is. Like, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, they're, I, I, I'm not a fan of the organization. Like uh, they're 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 grasping for straws at this point. So okay, because Philly said they wanted a, a second round pick for uh, their backup. Okay. Yeah, like uh, who who is their backup? I'm sorry. Who is Philly's oh the mustache? Backup? The mustache. Oh, Minshew, Minshew. Yeah. Yeah, the Minshew. mustache. Yeah, no, the 49ers aren't giving up any draft picks for anybody. Like, uh, so that, that, I don't think we can even, we're even going to bother with that one. But, uh, like, I got another guy waiting behind you. Uh, uh, Damien, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Like, uh, and I love your insight. So, like, keep thinking of, of, uh, I want you guys to keep thinking of, of options. Like, because who knows? We could put our heads together and we could actually, Maybe come up with their what they're going to actually do. So, uh, but I, I want I want, want Brissett. I want Brissett. Okay, yeah, it could be he'd be a, a really good backup. I, I wouldn't mind having him as a backup. All right, Pete. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be in the chat. All right, I appreciate you, Damian. Appreciate you coming on. You have a good one. And the man, the legend, like uh, Kelts Chronicles in the building. Uh, appreciate you coming on brother. Like, uh, I mean, you've been, you had a, you had a busy week this, uh, this weekend, like, uh, putting all these gems out for people's minds. Like, uh, how you feeling today? I'm feeling well, man. Just coming through, coming to chop it up with my man, Pete. Uh, I appreciate that, man. You know, I was just, uh, you know, had some time to reflect and, you know, I had to go back to why I originally even started YouTube. And it was just ironic that, it was the same exact feelings two years ago that I was left with, um, you know, after this last defeat in the NFC championship game, you know, regardless of how it happened, it's, you know, it's always, it's always bitter, but you know, I'm passionate, man. I'm passionate. And when things don't go well, man, I'm going to, you know, uh, come with that passion, man. And, and and the two videos that you're probably talking about, Hey, that's how I feel, man. That's how I feel, you know? I'm just yeah. glad I learned. Hey, but I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot over the past two years. I'm not up here like, hey, fire Shanahan, this, that, and the other. But like, man, you can improve. You can definitely improve. Yes. Any any man can improve. 
maybe he is. Maybe he is different behind the scenes, but we have yet to see it. I know some people say, hey, it doesn't matter what he puts out in the media, but I believe it does. I believe words matter, you know, the uh, especially when you're the leader, you're the head coach. But, you know, regardless of that, I see you, Damian Lee. He said with the Snoop Dogg voice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to think of how to intimidate or, or not uh, imitate uh, Snoop. Uh, D-O-double-G. <laughs> Snoop D-O-double-G. Now it's, it's the, the K or wait, hold on. K to the E to the L-T-Z. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Oh, look at you. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I ain't got, uh, as much as I love hip hop, I ain't got rhythm like that. <laughs> like, I, I, I appreciate you Damien because I didn't even want to get on that hype it's like once I had like I might get passionate in the moment but then after that it's like all right on to the next page I said what I had to say uh you know in those videos and whatnot but now it's like hey where's the solutions how can this team get better what's up with the O-line what's up with putting a focal point on protection you're amazing at dialing it up uh you know mm -hmm. coming with the scheme you know, just add some e extra protection, even if it's like I'm not even talking about the blame or fault. Like, this is Kyle's uh, fault that the quarterbacks are falling. But the proof is, is that Kyle goes through a lot of quarterbacks, regardless of how it's happening. You know, whether it's scheme, trust, protection, it doesn't even matter how it's happening. It's happening mm -hmm. and it's continuous. So I'm just like, hey, let's come with a solution, you know. uh, no matter what that is. Yeah, I said the, I think I think it was, yes, I think it was yesterday. I brought up that, you know, it, listening to Kyle talk on his, on his press conferences and all that, I just don't think he cares. <laughs> I honestly, like, I, I look at it like, and I know us fans, like, like uh, we want, we want him to be better. I don't think any fan really, uh, most of us fans don't really want him fired. Like, uh, I think that we all know that he's special. He's a special play designer and that kind of stuff. I think he brings a culture with him that that goes without saying at this point with the coaching and with uh, how the players, I feel, they feel for him. Uh, but I don't think he cares about, about how people feel about his scheme and what he does because he's, he's telling you. He's telling you he doesn't care. <laughs> and it's and it was it, it like this is the thing about Kyle is that I think his offense the more I look at it the he the his offense is built around risk and reward like uh, he's he's going to put his quarterbacks in harm's way in order for uh he's going to give them so much time to get that ball off if they get the ball off in time it's gonna it's gonna be it could be a big play. If they don't, it could be Brock Purdy. It could be Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, not to Lance. I mean, he ran up the middle. But, like, uh, it could be Nick Mullins. It could be whoever has gotten hurt under Shanny. And while we think that, you know, like, that he should focus on getting those guys protected more, I think that that's how he, how he pitches it to the players. I think that he looks at the players and says, hey, if you would have stepped up in the pocket, that's oh, yeah. a big play. If you would have gotten the ball off a tick earlier, like uh, it would have been a big play. And all he's going to point to in the film room is that, look, guys wide open, guys wide open. Like, see, uh, so. See, nobody's, yeah. 
it's it, it's like you can't really challenge him. It's like I'm saying when you're in that locker room, I'm I'm like yeah. looking at it like if I'm in that locker room, it's hard to I could imagine because of his power and his position, it's hard to mm-hmm. challenge him. But I looked at it like this. All right. We've seen Purdy time and time again escape east and west, make it happen, avoid pressure, mm-hmm. protect himself, yep. and throw the ball away or make a positive play, right? Now, yep. before this Eagle game, I'm pretty sure I heard emphasis on, hey, we want you to get north-south. We want you to stay in the pocket. It's like, why are you getting in his head in the NFC yeah. Championship game? Yeah, Let him hey, 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 If you want to teach him stuff, let him do the thousand reps in the offseason. It's like now it's like that's the way I looked at it. Like um, it's just, uh, you know, it's a thin line. There's thin lines between, hey, if you would have barely stepped up. Well, we already seen that Purdy wasn't stepping up in the pocket. He was. Mm -hmm. I know you don't like him getting east and west because in the long term, that's probably not set up for success or. Maybe it is with Purdy. Maybe that's his bread and butter, and that's how he does his thing. Maybe that's how he protects himself, and maybe that's just him. I think, you know, we talk about the micromanagement of Kyle. I think there's a thin line of teaching new things, improving, and also letting a person or a player be what they're best at. You know, don't try to switch them. You know, it's kind of, you know, I heard someone talking about mechanics and the, the debate on, when you should uh, work on it, when you shouldn't. I think that's just, it's a personal thing. I think Kyle ha- is set in stone on it's my way or no way. But some specific players, the best way could be the opposite of what you're trying to do. So it's all kind of, you know, there's so many layers to it. I just hope he levels up. I hope a guy like Wilkes, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah leads by example and i hope yep. you know kyle puts all you got to do is put a little bit of pride aside and you can level up just watching someone you can watch yeah, someone I, else like well one thing i i do well is i'll watch someone else make a mistake and be mm-hmm. like oh yeah nah i don't want to do yeah, that it's not gonna happen uh, <laughs> <laughs> man a hey, long story short a kid caught something on fire when i was little and I was like, I think he went to juvenile hall or something like that. I was like, yeah, I, I, I don't ever want to mess with fires. I'm good off of fires. I'm good off of setting anything on fire. I don't care how intrigued I am with the flame. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to go to that place. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I look at it as, you know, what was the thing everybody was talking about for like two games before the NFC Championship? They were talking about how Purdy was bailing, bailing out of the pocket early. <laughs> and I'm wondering if Kyle saw the same thing and maybe told Purdy he needed to stay in the pocket. And that's why he started talking the north-south stuff instead of east and west. Uh, like, I, I find it really hard to believe that Kyle cared what anybody was saying uh, behind the scenes. <laughs> but, but... Like, uh, who knows if that may be something that he saw in film and said, hey, you need to stay in the pocket just for a, another second. And, and, like, it, was, uh, and it was that. that it was that. Second, and his arm is bent back. You know, and I know it's like, it, it, it sucks because it's like, it's almost like deposition proof. Like, if you were ever to put Kyle, like, like on trial or something, <laughs> yeah. you would never be able to, like, convict him for any of this stuff. But it's like. It's just a thin line, man. It's just yeah, like why, really why try to micromanage it when it was working so well? 
that's like that's his, my thing. But, but you know, but, Kyle, like he's an egomaniac. Mm-hmm. Is what it is. It is what it is, man. Hey, I'm just I'm just glad I'm learning to enjoy it more. I remember two years ago when I first came into this thing. Oh man, I was I deleted my first few videos. I wish I would have kept them up because it was talking nothing but about restoring legacy and y'all are liars and this is some BS and what the heck. Y'all ain't never gonna get it. You know, and it's two years later and I have the same feelings, but you know, uh I'm just enjoying it more. I'm just and then I've learned a lot It just in over the two years of, hey, man, to each man their own. Uh, everybody's on their own walk. Uh, you know, just because I feel the way I feel doesn't mean that just because what he believes is right doesn't mean me sitting here calling it wrong is wrong. You know, you, you know, yeah. he, he could be, he could be doing the right thing for him. That works. That's him. You know, yeah. I, I have my opinion at the beginning, middle and end of the day. It's a. I feel like it's so easy to debate, divide, and say, if I'm right, you're wrong. You know, there exactly. could be a lot of different right things. You know, there's that's so when I say there's layers to it, that's pretty much what I mean, man. It's like just try to be understanding. And regardless of how I feel about Kyle, we still got a great freaking team. I think oh. we're gonna come back. I think we're gonna come back stronger. Uh ultimately. I think it's going to come down to to the stability at the quarterback position. I think it's ultimately going to come right back there, whether we can take that next step up. And uh, to get to the question, uh, Damian Lee, you know, I'm kind of set on wanting to, you know, build up the trenches. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, I think we just got to build up the trenches. Who knows what Poe is going to give us? I, I still look like we got uh, rookies on our team in, in the second year. Hopefully, they could take leaps up. Whether that's Akel, whether that's Moore. Who knows if Moore? I know anytime we seen Jalen Moore, it was kind of like ah, eh, meh. But you know yeah. who knows? Who knows? We said that same thing about Banks. You, you know, people exactly. were writing Banks off. People said Banks was a bust. He had a productive year. Maybe more is going to develop better in year three or four. Who We don't know, but we do got guys, Zakel, who knows what's going to happen with Poe, and then obviously Burford. Hopefully he gets better. Um, you know, I'm focused on that protection. I'm focused on the line, you know, however it is, free agency, draft. But we got these young guys, so it's like, should we really bring in more? You know, so it's kind of, you know, um, whether it's defensive tackle, Hopefully we hit on Davis, you know, Kalia. Mm, is it yeah. Kalia Davis? Kalia Davis. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, man. Hey, you know, I always got high hopes, man, for the uh for the second year players, for the guys who uh people might say, I don't know about him. I'm like, hey man, let's give this guy a shot. Let's see what he got. So I'm hopefully Davis could come through. But yeah, I want to build those trenches, man. I want to see the protection. I want to see our guys getting after the quarterback and protecting the quarterback. So I miss yeah, DJ yeah. Jones, man. Dog. Like, so that's what this this show is. That's why I that's why I titled this show Who's Next? Is we're talking about the the next player. And really, I was talking about the rookies that from last year because I mentioned Afanga, I mentioned uh Diamador Lenore, I mentioned uh all these guys that were rookies the previous season and stepped up this season and we've got a few rookies that flashed this season so who's to say that they're not going to take a, a next step up a leap in this next season and i look at the sam womax and i look at the 
we talked about Drake Jackson a little bit ago. And uh, and I look at, you know, the Burfords and Nick Sakels, and who's to say that those guys don't take a huge leap forward? And they may not take a huge leap forward, but even a, just a step forward in, in their development. And who do you think out of those guys is going to be the one to you? Out of all the second-year guys? Yeah, yeah, out of all the guys that are going to be their second year next season. You know what? I also wanted to mention uh, McCrary Ball. Uh, oh, yeah. He, McCrary Ball. One. And, hey, who knows about Con- uh, Quantrez Knight? You know, that's a name that's been lost mm-hmm. in the sauce, you know, for a while. But yep. if I had to guess, I'm going to guess the player that's going to play the most. You know what I'm saying? So it's a uh, who knows what's going to happen with Jimmy Ward. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows what's going to happen with Gibson? Maybe that opens the door for Walmack. Anytime Walmack was on the field, uh, even in preseason, mostly in preseason, it felt like he, he just had that ball hawk type of instinct. You know, so yeah. great players, great players, man. Sometimes the ball finds them. They just have a way of being around it. And I, I could see, I could also see Drake Jackson as well, though, man. I just like his length, man. He got that wingspan. There was That's, times where me I was. Too. I th- that's why I put mentioned him first is because yeah. I think he's the most upside out of all of them. And uh, I think that he, the one complaint on him was that he struggled to kind of set the edge. But I think that's something Chris Kassir could work on, work with him on. Like, uh, yeah. so he's going to get stronger. He's going to get yeah. stronger. Hey, 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 you can't, you can't teach length. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, you know, the length and the athleticism that he has, you can't, you can't teach that stuff, but you can definitely grow get stronger, understand the scheme, uh, tendencies, opponents, all those things. It's going to, yeah, I've, uh, I like Jackson, Walmack. I'm trying to think on the offensive line, but yeah, I would say, yeah, it's going to, I think it could be one of those two guys for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and CG's in the house. Appreciate you coming through, bro. Like, uh, but so real real quick before we get out of here, because I try I'm trying to keep these shows to like 30 minutes. We're already over. <laughs> like I can't help myself. But I want to talk about a couple because we were just talking about uh now that we talked about the second year guys, I want to talk about some of the free agent uh possibilities on the D line. Like uh and because that's the next step. We can't even talk about draft until we get past this free agency, this initial free agency period. And that's really gonna tell us a lot about where this team is at from a team building aspect before they go into the draft. But I'm looking at that defensive tackle and that other side, uh, like to next to Eric Armstead and then the other side across from Bosa uh, and at the edge spot. And I've got a guy on my mind for, uh, because of what I think that they need is to go back to that DJ Jones style and have that fire hydrant in the middle uh, and not necessarily have another, because right now uh, Kinlaw is really playing out of position. Like he's not a he's not a nose tackle. He's really a three technique. Like uh, and he's getting blown off the ball in the run game. Uh, it was really apparent in the NFC Championship game. But yeah, real talk, <laughs> Dalvin Tomlinson for minute plays for Minnesota. He's a free agent. Uh, they've got quite, they've got quite a few free agents. They got some good free agents. I don't think, I think he, I don't think they're going to franchise him. Uh, but he, Spotrack is trying, is saying that he may go for about eight and a half million, which 
I think is a perfect spot for the 49ers. Like uh, for them to to come in, he's young and like I think I believe he's 27 or 28 and like uh and they could probably lock him up at least for a couple of years. He doesn't he doesn't miss games. <laughs> like uh, which is an important thing uh for me. In fact, all the guys that I that I looked at, these are guys that missed at a minimum at a maximum two games. So the it's uh, I'm also looking at a guy, Kalen Saunders from uh, at uh, KC. He doesn't even start, but he's more of a rotational guy. But he's got pretty good numbers for being a rotational guy in a defensive tackle. Um, I mean, I believe he's got four sacks at the D tackle spot. He's 325 pounds. And he's like six one, like uh, that that fire hydrant type that we're talking about. Uh, and then I'm also looking at Greg Gaines from the Rams, like another rotational guy that they have that put pretty decent numbers up for being a rotational guy. Uh, and he's going, but uh, Saunders was going to go for it. It looks like he may go for about six and a half million, which would be even a more of a bargain. And then Gaines is going to go for seven point seven. That is the starting market value for him. I think that those could be some, uh, some some options at defensive that, tackle because I how don't. Is, yeah, go ahead. How is Tomlinson on uh, getting after the quarterback? <clears throat> he got he had four sacks. Four sacks. Like, I was I mean, looking. He, I had a guy he, on my mind, but I can't remember who it is. And then uh, so I'm kind of trying to look him up. But I think I, I might have been. Durant I think Payne? I might have. I think I might have been looking. No, nah, it wasn't him. I think I was looking on defensive end. I was looking for another uh, rusher. But I, I was okay. also, I don't know why. I, I keep looking at this name, and uh, he's he's a little older. Um, I don't know too much about him, but David Onyemata. I don't know yeah, if I'm saying that I looked that at right. him. He yeah, yeah. missed quite a few games. That was the okay. only reason why I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't like uh, put him in there, but I looked at him. Yeah. His number, his production isn't that bad, but his, uh, but he missed quite a few games. <laughs> and then CG over here talking about Saunders, good run stopper, more like a DJ Jones, little, little bit, uh, but a little heavy. Hey man, we need a big daddy. But hey, one thing, man, that I loved about DJ Jones, like I was just rewatching some of his highlights and just just to see what we missed. You know what I'm saying? Just to and man, he was a bowling ball, but like he was freaking quick, man. When it came to closing in on the quarterback, mm -hmm. it, it, it was a wrap. It felt like all of a sudden he would explode from when he would get past the line. And then once he had those few yards to get to the quarterback, it's almost like he would go to a different mode, you know, like he, he, he tasted it, he felt it, and he would kind of almost levitate to the, it was, I was kind of like, surprised and shocked i knew when he was doing it but then to go back and watch it you could see the glaring difference of what we had in the middle compared to what we had you know yeah. and we haven't we haven't you know props to ridgeway givens and the guys because they did hold it down well for who they are it sucks for kinlaw but uh yeah, yeah man it they gotta know, move on they gotta move yeah. on you got to you when, when when you're that size and you got those kind of knees. Who knows? Maybe miraculous, miraculously, he can uh, stay healthy. And but then I think it would take a couple of years to like build back that yeah, ferociousness. You know that explosion. It's hard. It's hard because you've got because arthritis yeah. is never going to go away. Never going to go away. He's Absolutely. always going to be 
he's always going to be maintenancing that and trying and like uh, almost. And I always fear that he's he's playing. He can't play to his hardest because it's going to put more stress on his knees. And like uh, it's so I just I feel bad for the guy like because he works. I mean, he's been known to work so hard, but I think that that might be. He definitely can't play in the role that the 49ers wanted him to play. And like, uh, and that's how I just look at it. I got a, I got a question for you and I don't even know how to really answer this, but how do you think, and if you want to answer it, you don't got to, if you're saving it for another show or whatever, how do you think it's going to play out with Trey and fricking Brock, bro? Like, 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 how do you, I've been talking about it all week. Like, uh, I, it just depends. We've just finished talking about it today. It depends on what game plan they're going to give him. Like, uh, what game are you going to give him the same game plan that you give Jimmy and Brock, or are you going to keep trying to to give him the special Trey Lance special? <laughs> or <laughs> like, or, uh, do, or, or, or or here, let me switch the question. Do you think like game one, uh, first game of the season, who's starting, Trey or Brock? Oh, I think it's going to be I. I'm going to put this out there because I'm put this into the universe because this is what I want to happen. I yeah. want Trey to, to come in, take <clears throat> it from Purdy <laughs> and just, and he's the number one guy. And then we're trying to, and then we're laughing about it later. I can't believe that we were, we were thinking about making Purdy QB one. Like that's what, it, that's, that's what I want to happen. <laughs> yeah. I want, I, I, I want that to happen as well, but it's more importantly is to, what if Trey Lance really is the top five quarterback? Exactly. And 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 nobody can say whether he is or isn't. Only time and opportunity is the judge of that. You know what I'm I, saying? But could could you imagine? Could you because it feels like the 49ers and Shanahan are like Brock is it? He it feels like they have said he is our number one quarterback. Um until injury. That's just the feeling I got. Like Brock is the dude. But, you know, and, and props to Trey coming out like, hey, man, I just want a chance to compete. But could you imagine if, like, they showed all the trust, they went up in the draft, one of the biggest deals they ever made in history, and to not give him a full opportunity, he goes somewhere else, maybe it and does take a year or two, out. and then balls out, develops and grows and ball, oh, bro. Because they like just he, let him pass the ball, like, I, uh, instead yeah. of running. I feel like you at least have to see exactly who he is, but then the even more sucky part about that, it feels like the patience isn't there to give him more than four or five, a half a season. I feel like you're not even going to know exactly who Trey Lance is until like a full year, maybe yeah. a year, maybe two years. It's probably you know going to be saying? a couple of years. Yeah, Look at Josh and people compared him to Josh Allen. Like Pat Mahomes is different. He came in, but he also played a lot of college as well, you know? So yeah, it's a, you know, everybody wants it right now, but it's, I hope he gets a chance to show what he's truly capable. And then at the same time, hopefully Brock really is good as well. You know, it's like um, kind of rooting for both guys, but I would love to see Lance get his shot. I am rooting for both guys. Absolutely. And it's a shame that Brock got hurt, but I'm going to go back to what I said when Brock first st- first started was that he's so little <laughs> he's so little i'm gonna keep saying it he's so little and people seem to forget that you know we're only talking about seven seven games 
We're only talking about seven games, right? It was only seven games. So that was his eighth game that he didn't even get to finish. And like uh, this, and this is the thing. It was seven games. He had an oblique injury that he probably should have sat out from. And, and then he gets knocked out in the, in the eighth game. And that's, that could also be another reason why Shanahan was trying to get him to stay or step up. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, kind of like, I don't know, man. It's it, it's tough. It's tough. I do know one thing: the quarterback needs to stay upright, whoever it is. I feel yeah. like if you if you hey, if, hey hey if you got stability at that position, good things are gonna happen. Yeah. You know, I I did a whole list of like Kyle Shanahan's whole career of OC and head coach, and you could just see the instability. And then you could look at other guys who do have it, you know, locked in and locked down and have that stability whether it's the player himself protecting himself or, you know, it takes a lot of things to keep it yeah. a quarterback upright. It's going to take all of it, you know, the yeah. trust, the chemistry, the protection, you know, um, hopefully yeah, we get to see it. Hopefully yeah, we get, hopefully hey, cause then, you know, you keep the quarterback. That's the most important position, man. So it's like, it is. And, and we're so good everywhere else. Like almost everywhere else. And like, that's the one thing that we're missing, but man, like, uh, what do you you think about, what do you think about Mosley? Do you think, uh, I do. I think, I think that he's coming back. I think he's going to come back because I think that because of his injury, uh, teams are going to kind of, they're going to kind of lowball him. And I think he's going to decide to do a one year, prove it. And, uh, so that he can get his, his payday. But, I like I hate to I hate to do this, but we're gonna have to cut it. We're gonna have to cut it short because I promised my wife. <laughs> yeah, like, hey, my bad, uh, bro. but but no no no, it's great conversation. I want I want to keep it going, but hey, we're gonna be here four times a week, every week. <laughs> That's my commitment to all of you. We're gonna do. We're gonna cut the. We're gonna have these thirty minute shows at once a day, four days a week. So make sure that you guys all. Uh, first off. Make sure you all go and you subscribe to Kelts Chronicles channel, and uh, you get and you follow him on Twitter, and then and then you go and you subscribe to if you haven't already to Niner Fanatic Podcast. You go and follow me on Twitter at Peter Lucas Eight. Then I'm also on I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook, and then anywhere where you can get your audio podcast. The audio podcast all of a sudden have been jumping up for me. So like appreciate all of you. For, I'm sure that that is due to everybody in this chat right now. And I really appreciate it. Like, uh, but you know how, what I say, it's, it's, I don't care how you get it, just get it and make sure that you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend so that we can be friends now every, every week. <laughs> All right. So get I appreciate some. you guys coming through yet yeah, for sure. For you need sure. a shirt that just say, get some, yeah. just, just come get it. Come get you know, some. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you one of these days, what, uh, something I was thinking about today, like uh, at work, I'm going to tell you uh, later, but like, it's uh, yeah, I have a really good idea that I might implement on the show, but we're going to like, uh, keep an, keep an eye out. It's just going to make you guys want to tune in more. So, but uh, we're going to get out of here. Appreciate Kelt for coming through. Appreciate Damian Lee for coming through. Like, I appreciate all of you for in the chat for coming through and uh, yeah, I'll see y'all next Monday. Yeah.